Philadelphia. We are continuing with Derek Hashem on the fourth morning of Hanukkah over here. Fourth morning of Hanukkah. Had that happen? Already halfway through Hanukkah, right? Halfway through Hanukkah. Hanukkah is half gone, but Hanukkah is half remaining. Half Hanukkah. Half of Hanukkah is still left. So let's not look at the side of the menorah that's half full. Let's look at the half of the menorah, the side of the menorah that's half empty, and see how much of Hanukkah we still have left to look forward to. And um, let's continue here in Derech Hashem in the meantime. So we are in Perik Dalad, Chelik Dalad, Simon Yud, Dalad Dalad Yud, Dedi. That's where we are up to. And we're wrapping up, getting ready to uh, really finalize and finish up all the insights and the ideas that the Ramchal has to give us on Shema, what's going on in Shema. We saw quite a lot. This is a very big perik, a very long and and uh, packed chapter over here. We're just bursting with ideas about what's going on with Shema. We see just how central Shema is and how much is going on in in our daily lives and functioning as in those the first six words, the second six words, the paragraphs. Yesterday we went through the third, the second and third paragraph together. After we saw what the first paragraph is all about via hafta, we talked about Kabbalah's old mitzvahs yesterday, accepting the mitzvahs upon ourselves, and we talked about Yitzias Mitzrayim. Why every day, day, twice a day, in Shema, of all places, we talk about the Exodus leaving Mitzrayim. What we explained was that um, Mitzrayim is where there was a fundamental shift in the makeup of a Jew, the existence of a Jew, what a Jew looks like, which has changed our existence till this very day. And we still have that. And mankind went from 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0. 3.0 is very um, close back to what it used to be in the time of 1.0. And we're no longer dragging and schlepping that huge pickup truck up the mountain with us. We are behind the wheel with our foot on the pedal giving it as much gas as we can, and we're revving up the mountain with that pickup truck. That's our body, that's our physicality. It's on board. It facilitates our growth. And that's what allows us to be these people that, that represent God and can accept God and Hashem's oneness and Hashem's malchus and Hashem's ratzit. So we continue now to Yud. We're up to Yud now. The Ramchal now is, uh, has wrapped up the focus and the intention of Shema itself, the, the, the first Pasuk, the second Pasuk, the three paragraphs. And now he's going to be giving us other little gems and nuggets of insights and ideas and information with Shema. There's one more act of perfection, an act of... of uh, bringing perfection, wholesomeness down to this world, down to myself, which I'm doing through Shema. And that's the following. Aside and in addition to everything that we said so far, there's one more item that goes on when we say Shema that we have to have in mind, important to know about, and a very important one, Vuhu, which is what? L'sakin adam kol pirtei b'chinoisav b'or yichudo yisbarach. Two, Fix up, lasaka means to fix up, but to repair, to mend, and to put in order, really. You know, tikkun is a hard word to translate, the literal translation of tikkun, which we find so many times, to repair, to fix, to mend. But beyond all that, like that's, you know, English words, and it's not, doesn't fully capture the sense of, of, of tikkun when we use it in this classic sense, the tikkun of the tikkun of Shabbat, and the tikkun of that you're doing with, with all the words. It means much more, more than just repair and fix. It means to maintain, keep something in 
its order, keep something in its ideal shape. Fixing and mending, you know, makes it sound like sometimes something got broken. Not always about mending things that broke, but it's about keeping items, the universe, myself, in the state that they're supposed to be, their optimal, best state possible in terms of their functioning. So the second by Pirte Habria, said the Ramchal, there's two levels going on in this new idea of Shema, which is bringing all aspects of myself, bring all aspects of myself into full, complete alignment with Hashem's oneness, with Hashem's illumination, and all aspects of the universe to be brought into perfect alignment and the perfect state of repair, perfect state of functioning. What does that mean? That sounds like a, a mouthful. Let's see what, what that means. If we take a um, we take stock of the total aspects of a person, what a person is, his aspects of his functioning, there's 248 different aspects that we have. What does it mean different aspects? 248 different com- basic component parts that we have, and he's talking about a physical level, that have ultimately 248 different types of activities can do 248 slightly different actions and activities, each one different than the next in, in terms of being present and active in this world. What are those 248? Says Ramchal. Those are identified by what? Those are the 248 limbs that we have. So Chazal identify for us that we have 248 limbs. 248 limbs. Now, Chazal's definition of a limb Again, here, avar, avar, the limb is not the best, best translation of the word avar. The same way, fix or repair is not the best translation for the word tikkun. Tikkun means much more to realign. It means much more to bring something in its optimal functioning state. Sometimes even just to maintain something. And avar doesn't necessarily mean limb. Avar means... Um, it's hard to find one word for avar. It could be a limb. It could be an organ. It could be a... Um, um, a, a system that I have, uh, you know, a circulatory system, a digestive system. An aver means a significant, distinct part of my makeup, even in a physical form, which has a distinct function. So all the fingers are considered to be different avarim, because each finger does something that the other one doesn't. You know, a person is ideally supposed to be created with four fingers and one thumb. Now, people that don't have all their fingers, don't have all their digits, they can get by. They can compensate, but it's not the same. You know, you can't, you can't, uh, each finger has a different function. Each finger does something different, and they come together in different combinations and do different things together. The opposable thumb, you know, the human beings were created with opposable thumbs to allow us to do all kinds of things that you can't do without thumbs. Um, the list of Avarim also includes, um, you know, certain organs. There's organs that have functions that are uh, unique to that organ that can't be replaced or compensated by with another organ. Um, t- different different uh, organs and sensory centers on my, uh, in my in my head: the ears, the nostrils, the mouth, the eyes. So these are all under the category of avarim, 248 avarim um, components of, of of my physical existence. Uh, each one has a unique function. Each one has a unique task and, and does something different in my interaction with the world and my um, being present in the world and making an impact in the world and 
being present myself, me using it for myself, and having an impact on how, how, how I function on my own. So those are my 248 organs slash limbs slash appendages slash component parts, and they all have different unique functions in terms of me when I'm alone, and they have unique functions in terms of how I can be present and active in the world. My index finger does things in the world, and my pinky finger doesn't, and my thumb does things in the world that my, my middle finger doesn't, and my ring finger doesn't. My nose can do things for myself that the ears can't do, and can do things in the world that the ears can't do. The ears can do things in this world that my nose cannot do, etc. So we have 248 limbs, 248 components, 248 different aspects of how we exist and how we, more than just exist, how we interact with the world. There are 248 different aspects to the universe as well. The universe has 248 different aspects. Bahakbalah and those parallel directly the Ramach Evarei Ha'adam. They parallel the 248 limbs that a person has. The universe has 248 different aspects to it. What does it mean the universe has 248 aspects? What is that supposed to mean? So here, that means... Um, what does it mean? What is this, you know, the, uh, a human being has 248 limbs. We have arms and digits and legs and toes and nose and ears and a mouth and eyes and a tongue. So that means somewhere there's the great nose of the universe the great tongue of the universe, we have all these space telescopes now, right? So if we know where to aim that telescope, we'll be able to find the, um, the lungs of the universe and the nose of the universe and the ears of the universe. What does that mean? That we have 248 components and the universe has 248 components paralleling ours. So what that means is, at this point, we are shifting from the physical sense of components to the spiritual sense of components. And when we say that the universe has 248 different aspects, we mean an, on a spiritual level. What does it mean on a spiritual level? And how the, the, the universe is governed and maintained <clears throat> and directed. There's 248 different types of activities that come into the universe from on high that maintain and govern the affairs of the universe. So the universe needs a little bit of input over here. That's one of the 248. Needs something over here. That's another aspect of the 248. So 248 basic components of how we govern, how we, how we give input to the universe to keep it going, that parallels mankind's 248. So just the same way you have a, 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 a government and the government is going to be vast and complex and complicated because there's a lot of different departments and a lot of different people that have to work in those departments and you have to have supervisors in those departments and you have to have different branches in those departments. You have to have, you know, departments of transportation, departments of energy, departments of health, departments of um, the economy, whatever that one's called, right? So you have to have all kinds of different departments in order to run a country that are there to, to deal with different areas. So there's all aspects of running the country, that's the 248 aspects of running the universe as well. Yes, you got that? 248 different aspects of running the universe as well is that, is that um, we have departments. Departments um, in the, the, the heavenly 
corporation up there that are in charge of d different aspects of um, making sure the universe and the world is governed and maintained properly. So, there is, and those line up in parallel in a spiritual sense, the physical makeup of, of a human being. So my nose represents, you know, some type of sensory area, which when we see whatever a nose looks like in spiritual terms, that is something that's a whole department of, of um, monitoring, maintaining, and governing this world. Whatever, whatever sense of smell, sense means in spiritual terms, whatever that looks like, hearing, sight, um, manipulation, man manipulating things, movement with different parts of my body that move in different ways and can manipulate things in different ways, all those, when they would be converted, when you would see how they look like when they're transferred over to their spiritual counterparts, these are different departments that are running the universe. And so when the Ramchal says the 248 limbs of man, parallel 248 aspects of the universe, he's not talking about physical terms, the universe in physical terms. He's talking about the governance terms, the spiritual terms, and that's exactly why he says, in fact, um, he, he, he slips this in there in one word, Ulam the, all the aspects of the universe are also 248. Kainaniyu Sayam means according to their mechanisms. The mechanism behind the Bria. The, the uh, engines behind the Bria are 248, and that's why he says that word Kainaniyu Sayam. We're not expected to find the lungs of the universe somewhere, the nose of the universe, the nostrils, the ears, the eyes, the mouth of the universe doesn't exist in physical terms, but it's the Kainaniyu Sayam. It's the, the mechanism that's there to create a certain department that's here to oversee one aspect of this world, you know, weather, within weather, you know, the weather patterns over here that, that, that uh, has different branches as well. So the, that's part of the 248 and the state of, of peace and tranquility, that's one of the 248, the state of the economy, that's one of the 248, and it goes on. The list goes on and, and uh, until we go all the way to the final... 248th aspect of how the world is governed and run. Is it, so, is it specific to people or is it like general of mankind? Which part? The, the, the me part or the universe part? Well, so... The universe, how the universe is run and maintained? It says that our limbs correlate to the way the universe is right, run. Right, is run. So is it... So to each individual person as their universe is run, or is it mankind and universes as a whole? Because there's some people who don't have certain limbs. Yeah, so, so well, one second. I thought I was understanding your question, but the, your, the way you ramped it up threw me off a little bit. Are you asking that does... Uh, are you asking about... I thought you were asking if when we say the universe has, so to speak, 248 aspects, if that's... A, and, and, that, and that corresponds to how the world's run down here, does that correspond to the world on a global level, or does the universe have, um, uh, is that individualized to right. every single person down here, or were you asking the other way around? No, it's, right. every it's single person down here because some people don't have all the limbs, so how would that, they would have less than 248 limbs? Yeah, some people don't have all the limbs, but... Um, it's like this. So I think that without getting into how to understand people who don't have all of their limbs, um, 
the universe has 248 aspects. Let's call those departments. 248 different departments that are here to run 248, to 248 different aspects of how the world works and how you know, um, human condition. So is that meet and greet each one of us individually or is that just globally and we all kind of tap into it right, together? Right. So it's both. It's both, but not everyone gets both. And this is really, this is really a reference to um, Hashgacha Pratis and Hashgacha Klalis over here. Um, individualized Hashgacha from God and, um, and global, global Hashgacha. You know, divine providence. Do we say that Hashem is looking over every single person um, individually? Or is there just like a like a general general um, general maintaining of the affairs of, of 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 humanity, and we get that generally? So it, it depends on who you are. There are there, 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 starting off on a general sense that's definitely true that the world starts off being maintained on a level of the the klal, the tzibur, that we have 248 different aspects that are coming down through the spiritual end of the, of the Bria, which are there to govern globally um, 248 different types of um, areas and departments that are necessary for you know, maintaining world order. So for sure, that's coming down on a global level, not, not individualized. For sure, starts off on a global level for humanity. And globally also, that can be, that will be, fine-tuned region by region, let's say country by country, Medino, Medino, Ve'ir, Ve'ir, it'll be a little bit fine-tuned for that particular country. But even for that country, it's a cloud, you know, global kind of maintenance in the 248 for that country. That's for sure. So people in that country are getting that general governance of the 248 for that country. Now, do I also get on the individual level, it means, will I get like, you know, the aspect of, uh, you know, whatever, the, the right hand, which is chesed, you know that that the limb of the right hand, which which is, gives me kindness, which gives me um, compassion and mercy. So, will I get? Is it possible for me to get more of a, a right hand maintenance coming from Shemaim from the two hundred forty-eight? Even though my surroundings, my neighbor, and my country may not be getting it. That's your question. Can I also get, have it individualized? How what I'm getting from the two hundred forty-eight? So that depends on the. The person, the, the place, and the time. Um, and the first question is, are you a Jew or a non-Jew? In general, Jews do get this, and non-Jews do not. Non-Jews get the, the more generalized maintenance of the 248, whereas Jews generally do get it. But you can have exceptions on both ends. You can have sometimes situations in which a non-Jew will nevertheless get his individualized 248 um, direction. And, and maintenance, and you can have times that Chas a Jew, can lose his individualized governance and be subject just to the generalized one. So I hope that answers your question. It depends on the circumstances. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. But it's the starting point that there's a generalized 248, globalized and generalized. That is, yes, that is always true. It starts with being generalized, and in a general sense, non-Jews never have an individualized one, and Jews do have an individualized one, but you can have exceptions again on both sides. That answers your question, Stan? Sort of? Let's talk after class. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, so this is really, really big stuff over here. This is a, you know, this 248 business is big and deep and vast. But it's also amazing because 
He goes, what? Um, <clears throat> this number of 248 that we have, that we have 248 different limbs, organs, systems, and physicality, exactly corresponds to the 248 aspects of the departments of the universe. Different departments of the universe. And, ve'elu ve'elu tzorich shi'isaknu ba'or yichudo yisborach. Both of these have to be constantly maintained and brought into repair the ideal and optimal state of optimization in being aligned with Hashem's or Hashem's illumination, Hashem's holy radiance. On a daily basis, we want to keep them aligned. So what we're basically saying is that, again, the 200, that's exactly the muscle. The 248 departments of this world are really 248 different <clears throat> um, it could, it could be thought of as departments. It could be thought of as the machinery. Are they noted somewhere? What? The 248 departments of the world, are they noted somewhere? Or are we the 248 aspects of man are noted. Right. And th- that's what's noted. So we have, we have to extrapolate from there backwards, kind of reverse engineer. So the we don't know based the 248 parts of the universe. We just no. have to take it as it. Right. Got it. Do our best to reverse engineer. But the 248 aspects of man are recorded. So these are more like 248, as we said, engines, um, mechanisms. Um, and the same way, you know, you want that car to run smooth. Car has, ha- how many different moving parts are there in a car? You know his cars, right, Ramosha? How many different moving parts are there in a car? Four? The wheels, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, cars like I know cars. What? And I'm not talking about hybrids. I'm not talking about... Uh, no, you don't know. Cars. He knows airplanes. He knows hundreds. cars. You don't know. No, I mean when the car's working. I don't mean when the car's not working. When the car's not working, there's a lot more moving parts, right? What do you mean? It's not working. <laughs> All those funny noises that you hear. <laughs> what do you mean? How many moving parts are there under the hood? They have to be kept in order. What? Hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, he's right. Sands right. Hundreds. A lot of, lot of things going on in the car. So, hundreds. So maybe let's call it 248. So I, I want I want that car to to drive like uh, like butter, right? I want that car to drive mamish tip tap. I want that car to be the most reliable. Excuse me, car on the roads. Do exactly what I want when I want. So you have to keep everything well oiled. You have to keep everything maintained. Every part has got to you know make sure this one's. You know, this, this belt's not wearing out over here. This piece is not getting rusty. And the, the, the fluids are changed over here. And this is being oiled. And everything's got to be kept in, in a state of repair. Well oiled, maintained. And if one of them's off, that kind of disrupts the whole system. But each one, to work on its own, has to be maintained. And when they're all maintained, each one of them comes together to do its part. You know, this one, sometimes, some of them I use all the time. Some of them I use occasionally. But for each one to do the right job at the right time, each system has to be maintained on its own. That's exactly what the Ramchal is saying over here. Each system of the Bria has to be maintained, the right arm and the left arm, the, the digits on the right hand of the universe, the digits on the left hand of the universe, the lungs of the universe, the, the stomach of the universe, the nose of the universe, the ears of the universe, the eyes of the universe, the mouth of the universe, to keep the universe maintained properly, those systems have to be individually maintained. And... I parallel those 248 systems because I have 248 systems of my own. The Ramchal doesn't doesn't take the, the the connection to home plate for us, but he expects us to figure that out because he really mentioned these ideas early in the Sefer. Why do I have the same amount of systems as the Bria does? Why do I have 248 and the Bria has 248? The answer is because 
my actions are influencing and shaping and directing the universe. When I use my right hand properly, that brings correct things down from the right hand departments of the Brie. When I use my eyes properly, so the eyes of the universe, that department, the departments of eyes of the universe, bring amazing things down to the universe. When I use my nose and my mouth properly, that brings down proper things through the nose and the mouth of the universe, correct? So that's obvious. For that to work, and to work well, my 248 have to be well-oiled and maintained, and the 248 of the universe have to be well-oiled and maintained. And we do that also when we say Shema, Shema is maintenance and upkeep. How about that? Shema is twice a day maintenance and upkeep of your personal spiritual vehicle and the spiritual vehicle of the universe. Where does that show up in Shema? This is there in the 248 words of Shema. The 248 words of Shema is 248, um, a 248-point check of your vehicle twice a day. You know, they have these, uh, you know, you buy a car from a dealership, a used car, they tell you we have like a 40-point check, 48-point check, 24-point check, right? And they tell you, we check the brakes and we check the hydraulics and we check the, the transmission. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I know cars like Stando's cars. I don't know these things. But, but we have a 48-point check, Correct. And they do that before they sell you that car. They guarantee that they stand by that. Here's our guarantee. Here's our warranty. We did a 48-point check. So all these 48 systems in the car are working properly, so your car is going to do, each of those systems is going to do what that system needs to do. Shema, Gavaldik, listen to what Shema is. Twice a day. So how, how often do you have to keep your car maintained? I mean, the, the, um, the uh, departments of motor vehicles mandates that once a year you have to make, make do this, once a year you have to make sure your car is in working order. That's the inspections. Right? Once a year, you have to make sure your car, to, car is roadworthy and make sure that all those, uh, all the, you have the full systems check and the point check, and we give you the sticker, you're good to go for another year. Once a year. So you can also get away with it once every other year, can't you? No, you can't. That's registration. But uh, the uh, inspections, you got to do that once a year, I believe. No. You to... <laughs> Some people, they don't do it. Well, I know. Some people, they never do it, but they get the sticker anyway. We talked about this. I know a guy down the block that'll give you a sticker if you want. If you want that sticker. But, but, uh, but according to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you've got to do this once a year. Keep, do that 40-point that, that check on your car. Make sure all the systems are in check. Shema is doing that twice a day. Twice a day is what the Torah says uh, in terms of maintaining our spot check on our systems, keeping our systems in line and in alignment and in perfect well, uh, working order. Well-oiled, we do that twice a day. That's crazy if you think about it, right? But that's what's happening in Shema. We are maintaining our system, the 248-point check, make sure that we're in order, make sure the universe is in order, that I can do here what I need to do here, and I can run like a well-oiled machine. We do that twice a day. And that's what's going on in the 248 words of Shema. Each one parallels and correlates to a different organ, limb, or, uh, system that I have. Each word is that check which is bringing me back into alignment twice a day, not just once a day, twice a day to make sure that I get done what I need to get done over here like a well-oiled machine. That's an amazing idea. What an amazing idea. It says it's one more thing that's going on in Shema. That's why we have the 248. But why Shema? Why is it that Shema has those 248 words and that's where we do the 248-point 
check twice a day to keep ourselves in order, keep the universe in order. We could do that anyway. Let's put 248 words in Asher Yatsar. Let's put 248 words in Benching. Let's put 248 words in, in uh, Tfilas HaDerech. Why is it Shema that gives me the 248 point check twice a day? And the answer is, if we look carefully at the Ramchal, what does it mean to keep myself in alignment, to keep myself in check? He said, we are kept in check and kept in alignment. Through Hashem's light, radiance, and illumination. What we're essentially doing, what does it mean to keep myself in check? How do you keep a car in check? You make sure that that car can do everything that car needs to do. That it can race, you know, down those highways at, at 95 miles an hour. It can also sit in traffic and it can sit in, 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 in city traffic and, and also without any problems. The car can do exactly everything that it needs to do. That's how you keep a car in check, the 40-point check of a car. The 248-point check of man in the universe is that I can receive Hashem's light in the most efficient, optimized way possible, and I can radiate Hashem's light and bring Hashem's light via my actions through the universe. How do we make sure that we are able to bring Hashem's light in? By making ourselves the perfect kalim, perfect receptacles, nothing but a perfectly refined vessel to catch and receive Hashem's light and to radiate Hashem's light. Everybody understand that? That's what's going on with Shema. We already saw this. Shema is all about Yehuda Yisbarach. Hashem is one and only one. And as we said so many times, the point of existence is not that my existence should be negated. We're not here to, to disappear. We're not here to dissipate. We're not here to evaporate. We're here to become perfect, Kalim, perfect vessels to allow Hashem to fill us up and fill the world up with Hashem's illumination, to be a vessel that has nothing in the way. I'm here to receive. I'm not here to... to We'll fill in the blanks over here. I'm here to receive, not to... Here we need a nice word that rhymes with the word receive that means to disappear. I'm not producing one right away. Okay? But a nice word that rhymes with the word receive. We're here to receive and not here to be disbelieved. I don't know. We need a better word. But we're here to receive. We're not here to dissipate, to evaporate. The point of existence is not that we shouldn't exist. During Shema, we become a klikibol to receive the best way possible Hashem's illumination. Each one of those 248 words is letting me do that. It's a 248-point check on my machinery twice a day to make sure that I, each aspect of myself, my arms, my legs, my eyes, my nose, my ears, and my organs, are each one of them on their own, nothing but a perfectly refined vessel to receive the Or Yichuda Yisbarach. And then that allows me to be active 24-7 around the clock in radiating that here into the world, bring it up to the universe, and letting the universe bring it back down again. Also, I'm... Going through that 248 check, point check twice a day, the universe is, I am that perfectly refined vessel, and so is the universe, times 248. Okay, thank you very much. We will continue tomorrow with you, Alex. So, is that going to be the case still after